This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. And joining us right now, I, I loved him from the time that he joined um, my man, LeBron James, who is one of my favorite players of all time, at Miami to win that championship. I remember that first year when they did win, and he and he did everything. He put his heart and soul out there, and it was it wasn't his fault. That year he laid on the ground with his, and I felt all of the I felt all of that. I felt it all. But then y'all came back and won that championship, and then your career got cut short because of some health issues. I've been following you for a while, but um, you're here to talk about something else, and I'm so grateful that you're here for the first time. Let me welcome NBA superstar, NBA champion, Mr. Chris Bosh. Welcome. How's it going? How's it going? Thank you. Good to see you. Um, before we get into your project uh, that's coming up, your music, you're doing music. Everybody's doing music. Um, watching the NBA season this year in the bubble with all of the social commentary, the walkout, you know, in solidarity. There's a, a recent story about an agent saying that Black Lives Matter is a distraction. Uh, what are your thoughts mm-hmm. on all that's happening in the country right now? Well, I mean, you know, it's um, sometimes uh, people uh, don't like outspokenness and, and, you know, there's going to be challenges in realizing what's possible. Um, I think one of the things that's tough with the country right now is just that they're really seeing what America's really been about and what it's about. And, um, it's not always an easy lesson to take, right? A lot of people will see the causes and, and, and people losing their lives um, at the hands of the police as kind of like a new thing. And, and you know, this is not a new thing, but everything's coming to the surface. Um, the presidential election is right around the corner, super important, and polarizing at the same time. I mean, people are like, this is the most important election in our lives, you know, that we'll probably ever see. So, you know, everything is there, but it, it's more so like, standing up and and saying something as opposed to um, being silent. And sometimes if you're saying something, let's be real. Everybody's not going to like that. And people will begin to show their true colors. But then again, great things can happen. So, you know, with, with the bubble, it was great one for them to get through a whole NBA, you know, finish out the NBA season, have a champion, Um, you know, congratulations to my man, Brian and the Lakers and all those guys. But more importantly, um, with the example that the Bucks set, and I say this every time with all due respect, we got to give our sisters all the credit in the WNBA because they're the ones who have been doing these things. So, you know, it's just a unified message and, and, and really just spreading positivity and, and making sure that people know their voice and that they have a voice and, you know, they should be able to say something and feel that it matters. Yeah, Chris. On on a lighter note, when you when you watch the games in the bubble and the and the, the end of the season, at any point were you sitting there on the couch, like you know, looking at a player that plays your position, like man, he's an absolute bum. I would be dogging him right now. Do you, do you miss it? I never. I ne- not not that you know, no bums or anything, but I definitely look at the game. I mean, I've always looked at that. I'd probably be an old man feeling the same way, but um. Looking at the game, I mean, this is kind of – it's faster and even more threes and more points than I thought it was going to be. 
Uh, that was like the thing that I wanted to transform the latter part of my career into because I, I, I thought I knew where things were going. And it's, no, nah, it's way faster. You can shoot more threes. You, you can, you can mm-hmm. shoot more jumpers. You can, it's going to be less physical. Um, and I was really looking forward to kind of soaking up those years, but you know, it is what it is. I, I just watched the game and I know at one point in time, yeah, sure. I can compete, but I haven't played competitive basketball in years. So yeah. I can't get out talk- there with those. And to piggyback on that, you, you left early because of the blood clots, right? Um, that, that hampered yeah. a lot of what you could have been. And as you're watching the Anthony Davis pull up for threes, that was your game. You came to the Miami Heat mm. with that as your game. Um, sure. Talk about your health a little bit and how, how are you? Oh, the health is great. Um, you know, I have nothing to complain about. You know, uh, my, my family is happy and healthy. Um, that's, that's my day-to-day thing. And, you know, as far as health, I joke with people all the time. I tell them, you know, I can, I feel my age, you know, I feel like I should feel, I can, I can like, I told my wife, uh, I think last year, I said, man, babe, I can walk up the stairs with no pain. And she said, wait, 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 you was walking up the stairs all these years with pain, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's like little things like that, that, you know, I feel more in my body. I feel better than ever, actually. So that's, um, you know, that's a great thing. The, the, the NBA life gives you a lot of aches and pains. So, um, you know, it's a little different for me now. So, so talk about this transition. Um, it seems like every baller wants to be a, a, a in the music business. Every music, music mm-hmm. person wants to be a baller. I think about Master P and now Ice Cube. Everybody <laughs> wants to, you know, there's all, you know, what is that? It's, it's going to the same gyms as your friends. It's your homeboy that had the mixtape and you used to play eighth grade basketball together or y'all played varsity and then he, he just went on doing his thing, you know, and um, I, I kind of joke, uh, I always joke around my friends like, yo, come on, we, you know, we used to write raps and stuff back in the day, but this one, um, this, this is, uh, I think, I think that just more so speaks to the culture and, you know, what's cool and really to be honest with you, like as young black males at one point in time, the only time thing to look up and, and identify with was, you know, a Michael Jordan and LL Cool J. You know, that's it. You can mm-hmm. you can take the older guys too, but if you want the young and new at one point in time, that's that was pretty much the the staple um for what was accessible. And and you know, let's be frank, it's it's just it's just a cool thing to do. I mean, I think we all appreciate the art form that uh hip hop has given us and yeah, you know, if they go into the garden and they front row, you know, I mean, just like with us. Um, in our day in Miami, I mean, Floyd Mayweather and Rick Ross, they were at damn near every game, you know. So it's just that close interaction that's always been there that, you know, that you feel that you know is in, in, in the culture where you're from and, and, and what you identify with. So so are you a label owner? Are you are you funding operation or are you an artist, you know, laying bars out? Well, no, I'm not laying bars out. I always consider myself an artist. I'm, I'm not, I'm not no babe. My bars, I'm, I'm straight. I let the pros do their thing. Um, I'm more of, uh, you know, producer in, in, in that art form and, um, you know, part-time executive as well. But, um, you know, I've been learning the business for, for a couple of years now. And, and you eventually get to the point where you want to take your shot. 
you know, no pun intended. Uh, you want to take a shot. Um, we feel we we really believe in the music that we've been making. Um, this is not like a brand new thing. I know people might be catching up to it, but, you know, I've had uh, people that I respect, I mean, tremendously in this game, and um, I, I respect everybody that does it, you know. So I wouldn't bring any anything that isn't worth listening to or worth consuming. As I'm going through, um, you know, the enormous amount of money that NBA players make now, right? Um, and even when you, because you, you came in, in that era where the big contracts were starting, right? To, For sure. to have To have that much money at a young age, because you're not even close, you're not even 40, you know, and you're, you've been, you're old head in basketball, out of the league, retired. But to get that much money at such an early age, how did it change you? And what do you wish you had known when you first started making money that you know now? I think to answer that second question, I'll start with the second question. Um, I, I would say I would just, and, and I hope like whoever is young, regardless if you got $1 or $100 million, learn the basics and the fundamentals of, of, of the market, um, of taxes, you know, they take a lot of taxes, you know, they'll say, Oh, he made a hundred million dollars. It's not a hundred million dollars, buddy. You know, that's, uh, that's always some information, but they'll give you, you can take a hundred million on credit, you know, and just learning the basic terms of finance. I think that that's something I would have done looking back at it. And then, you know, it, it changes. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, you go from I went. I was 19 when I got drafted, and you know, I, I, you're you're in this paradigm where you're always you're doing what you've been known to do. You love it. I was just with my friends, like with our Letterman jackets on. You know, now I'm in the league, and it's, it's a job. So it took a while to really catch on to the business aspect. Um, to the things that come with the lifestyle and, and you know, all those curveballs that people throw you. But, you know, you eventually get used to it, and hopefully um, you survive it. It's, it's a very dangerous – I don't mean to sound like a dad or anything. Yeah. It's yeah. a very dangerous world. Sometimes, like, people will be like, well, how did this guy Yeah, Antoine Walker. Yeah, a Antoine yeah. Walker. You could say his name. You know, all due respect, but it wasn't 80 mil. You know, <laughs> it was like, you know, start cutting down, down fees, agent fees, and, 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 you know, just learning the world that you're in, knowing that it's not unlimited is, the, I think, the biggest, biggest thing you can learn. The craziest thing you purchase, because I've always, you know, I've never made the money that you made. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, you know, the craziest thing you look back now and you're like, ah, bought that? I mean, yeah, it's a, a bunch of things. Really, it's usually cars. You know, it's cars. I, uh, I bought. <laughs> I bought two Bentleys at the same time. Oh, uh, okay. Was, uh, was it his and hers? Cool. Like you bought one for somebody else, or you just wanted two in different colors? Yeah, his and him. <laughs> yours are yours. It was. Me, it was a Thursday. <laughs> it was a Thursday. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, you know, and, and, and it's those, you know, things that you kind of like, ah, you know, we all have them. And, and I tell people, look, you're going to have that thing, but at least, like, if your thing is cars, 
you buy that car and know that you're doing it for that feeling. Don't leave it at that. <laughs> Don't just get anything because you can get it. But yeah, that was uh, that was probably one of them for sure. Looking back on it. Okay. Well, so tell us about this music. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Lamont. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just said awesome. That's a that's okay. a hell of a okay. lesson. All right, all right. Chris Bosch <laughs> is here, y'all. Chris Bosch. You can follow him at Chris Bosch. He got his whole full name because I'm sure he got in there early. He's got uh, <laughs> Daddy Jack Records, and he's got a new single which we're gonna play on the way out. What was this collaboration with with DZ Brown? And tell me about this this music and what are we gonna get? We just had Amber Riley on, so and you know she sings yeah. like an angel. Uh, I don't think yeah. this is that though. I don't think this is our a smooth out on no. R and B tip. I'm gonna go out on a limb. <laughs> no, it's not R and B, not yet. Uh, we're not there yet. Uh, but I've been working with DZ. We've been working together uh, for over two years now. Um, in my quest trying to discover, you know, what it is that I'm trying to do uh, with the next portion of my life. The first bout with blood clots, I had never really answered that question before outside of basketball. So I started strumming the guitar, and then I just kept at it, and then I'm trying to make beats and produce music because prior times in my life, uh, with my family, I come from a very musical family, so I was always trying to pick up music in it basketball you know that was that was my thing well, and you're seven um, feet tall nearly so i you know and that you know i had this conversation with luther Wright. uh god bless him at seven two he said you know he never he wanted to be a musician and he never got an opportunity to be and it messed him up really you know because everybody was riding on him being seven foot two and you know in the seventh mm-hmm. eighth grade and having the everybody's hopes ride on this tall person who had no choice at seven, two, but to play basketball, you know, Seton hall. And then went to Utah jazz and lost his mind. Uh, you know, God bless him. But I I don't know what it would feel like to be seven feet tall and you don't really want to play basketball. For Mm. sure. For sure. And I'm lucky not to be that person, (laughs) you know, when they were like, you know, Chris, we're counting on you to win the game. Okay, great. I was all for it. You know, basketball is what I wanted to put my soul into. Uh, but yeah, there are plenty of guys. I mean, I, I had a, I had a, not kind. This lady, one time I was walking on the street. This lady came up to me. I get it every every time I'm in public. How tall are you? She asked me. How tall are you? I said, Oh yeah, you know, I'm whatever, six ten, six eleven, seven feet. Pick one. She said, Do you play basketball? Yes, I play basketball. Oh, okay, that's great. Because if you didn't, it'd be a waste. And and I couldn't. I just was like, damn. I have a I have a cousin that's six ten, and he codes. You know, he just had a growth spurt when he was in the eleventh grade. He can't help that. Did he try to hoop? Yeah, sure. But nobody wanted them to hoop before. You know, he just grew six inches in the summer. <laughs> you know, and and he has his loves and the things he wants to do. So, you know, I think it's really just speaking to yourself. And yeah, I do feel for those guys that um kind of. Uh, 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 kind of don't know what they want to do and, and are kind of trapped in that. But at the same time, if you know you have that outlet, man, just go for it. You know, mine was basketball. I was lucky enough to feel that. And, you know, now it's, now it's music. And, you know, that's what I put everything into. Now, I, I remember you, you played around with uh, Country and Western. I believe that was a commercial. I think that was a commercial <laughs> that you did. Did you? And, and, <laughs> you, you, you 
Okay. Did you ever yeah, did you ever think about um because we don't know you for music, did you ever think about coming out, you know, doing something completely unexpected to 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 you know, draw attention to, to your project? No, not too much. Um look, you know, I didn't want to come out of left field too much. You know, I want to ease myself and, and uh, the artists that I work with into this. But, you know, yeah, it's going to be basketball references in the beginning, you know. And, and I kind of take it as a thing like we're, we're going to grow in this process together because I'm going to be doing – we're going to be – I mean, it's, it's going to be for a while, you know, at the very least making music. I can't really control what happens after that, but making music and putting it out, we'll be doing that pretty consistently. You know, um, you know, Kobe Bryant was my hero. He shot a lot of shots. <laughs> so I'm yeah. taking that mentality. But like, for you know, for the most part, no, I, you know, I, um, I, I know that it'll it'll in itself be out of left field. But yeah, I'm not trying to shock people too much. We just want to make something you can chant to. Um, and just with the way it started, with the Heat making uh, the finals and everything, with our last release. I, t- I had one plan, and it was for way later, 2021, and I just decided to just start now because you're never you're never ready, and it's never a good time. So we just, you know, really hit the gun and got the team together and start going. And, well, and I got the team. Together. We're already together. We just had to go. <laughs> and judging by the way things are going, you know, not only tomorrow's not promised. We kicked off 2020 losing Kobe Bryant and Gianna and those mm-hmm. other beautiful souls on that helicopter. And it just, that was a shift in the universe for many, many people. Like you mm-hmm. just couldn't imagine. It was a shock, shock heard around the world that everyone knows exactly where they were when they, when they heard about Kobe Bryant not being here anymore. Where were you? And talk a little bit about his impact on your life since you guys were so close. Man, I was at, I was at the, we were in LA for the Grammys. I was actually in LA on the on the runway, taking off to go to New York when we heard. Huh. And you know, I, I will say, and you know, leave that at that. But I will say, Kobe, he was the inspiration. I think he will continue to be in for as long as I'm here now because I, I was privy to a conversation. I saw him uh, in September, last September. And, you know, we had dinner, kicked it with the fellas. Before that, we would always have, uh, you know, like a annual summertime, get together with the wives, we go and eat. And, you know, he was telling me this one particular time for his uh, um, his new thing that he's doing. He's like, yeah, I've been writing every day. And that's all I do now. And, yeah, I'm, I'm just, that's the thing. I've always been doing it, but now I'm going for it, and this is what I'm doing. And then, you know, he's still Kobe, so he's like, yeah, I'm going to win an Oscar. And and when I tell you, I ain't going to lie to you, I was like, man, Kobe lost it, man. <laughs> he only been playing, not been playing for like four months, and now he's talking about winning Oscars. And then he wins an Oscar. I'm watching him walk across the stage with the trophy in his hand. And so after that, I was like, okay, anything is possible. Mm. Put your mind to it, put into it. Not only did he talk about it, but he gave you the reasons why it was going to happen. And even before that, he said, well, we have a book because this is what I did. And not only do we have a book, we have 
the different arms and extensions of the business, you know. So I was privy to a couple of those conversations and to watch him not only talk about it but deliver, there was no more excuses for me. So, yeah, I mean, I think about him. He pretty much drives me every time. You know, I'm trying to make, we're trying to make a song, make a beat, you know, mix, mix, mix some stuff, master some stuff, get some notes. That's, uh, that's, that's pretty much on my mind every time we're working. So let's play that tribute to Kobe Bryant. And, um, I just want to say thank you for being on here today. Chris Bosch, you are, I always thought you were an amazing human being outside of basketball. You, the way you comport yourself, the way you conduct yourself a true gentleman and um, looking forward to the success of your music uh, and everything else that you want to do. Cause you have a blueprint now to follow. Let's play a little of this Smith. So who's the next LJ from the city? These know Jordan four straight from red bird mall reporting live from the Metroplex. Let him in jacket diamonds, a necklace. I'm just trying to come up, come up, come up.